Ja, 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 ja. Så er episode 32 of the podcast, dude. It's fucking quiet hours here. Uh, we're likely going to get a complaint by the end of this. I received a complaint earlier in the week about smoking. Imagine that conversation. Can you, will you, for a moment, imagine that conversation with me here? Apartment 420, it's not a big deal, not a big deal that I didn't even try to pick it out. They just randomly assigned it to me because, uh, you know, just destined in the stars like that. I don't know why I'm talking like this, by the way. Sometimes I get into that, like, jokey, like, overconfident voice, and then I take it I take it way too far. Because now we're 45 seconds into the podcast, and I've been doing it the entire time, and I want to shoot myself in the mouth. Um, we had, we had a... a uh, a smoking complaint earlier in the week, and I just think it would be absolutely hilarious if just to hear that conversation. Like the person calls down, they're like, uh, "Hi, is this the leasing office?" And the leasing person, the leasing person's like, "Yes, what can I help you with?" And they're like, "Yeah, there's uh, there's the smell of marijuana, uh, sort of emanating from this uh, apartment near me." And they go, oh, I'm so sorry about that. I'm so sorry about the inconvenience. Yeah, that must be very bothersome. The person doesn't actually believe that. They're just saying it. That must be very bothersome. Um, do you mind uh, telling me which apartment you think that it's coming from? And the person goes. And the leasing agent is like, uh, 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 hello, is anyone there? And they, uh, I'm still here. I'm still here. The person that's calling. I'm still here. I just, I... <laughs> You're not going to believe me. The smell is coming from from apartment 400, 420, 420. And the leasing agent just goes, sir, we need to keep this line open for serious calls. We don't need your pranks right now, sir. <laughs> the, the person calling just had to be like, fair enough. Fair enough. This doesn't sound like a real thing. We're living in a simulation. It's not a real thing. That person is just, you know, a video game character in this, too. They're like, that, what the fuck, 420 has the smelly pot, they're never going to believe me. So I imagine, I imagine that was quite the write-up. And, of course, I'm kidding, they did, they did take it seriously. They were like, can you try and be considerate? They didn't even say it like that. I do that all the time, where, like, I, I'll just, I'll be talking to an actual person, not the wall in my studio apartment and a microphone, and I'll kind of just say something like I'll in, I'll impersonate the person and make them sound like a dick, and I'll kind of just keep going with it because I don't want to sound like an asshole like I do right now. So, <laughs> um, they probably, they probably, uh, you know, took it pretty seriously, and they were like, "Please stop." You know, if you could try and be considerate, please. Which is so much nicer than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be. Like uh, like a Phoenix SWAT team kicking down the door because they smelled marijuana. How about this, dude? How about how about the whole problem could have just been solved by by legalizing it? Honestly, I'm a little bit of a dickhead, but you have to uh, burp into the podcast. You have to give me a little bit of credit because I'm still learning. Okay, I'm still adjusting to legal weed. Every other time in my life, if I pretty much, I would say 99% of the times, if I wanted to get high, I would have to smoke weed. And daddy only smokes that loud. I'm doing it again. I'm doing the 
overconfident, jokey voice that I really don't like doing, but also seems to be half of my comedic value. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, I do like, you know, I'm embarrassed to even do it at a dispensary, which says a lot about me as a person. I think the fact that I could be embarrassed at a dispensary is absolutely incredible. Like, think, think of a person saying that to you. Like, that's how they started out a, a story, like in a real conversation in real life. You'd be like, oh, this person is on crack regularly. I get embarrassed at the dispensary when I get in there because I the first thing I always ask for is I'm like, you guys got that 30%? What's the highest flower you've got, ma'am? And everybody, everybody turns in the store. They're like, this guy is off. This, okay, I'm here for some edibles. This guy's a drug addict. <laughs> and I just kind of have to like wave to the whole, hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, no, it's me. I, yeah. Um... So I get in there and I always get the stankiest of stank. And this week I got something called Jack Herrera. Too many R's. Stolen family guy joke. I didn't have to tell you that, but I did. Too many R's in Herrera. Is it Herrera? Either way, dude, I mean it smells like... It smells, when you open the jar of it, it smells like an animal threw up in your face. It kind of smells like, it kind of smells like if a dog farted and then it was lit on fire. The shit is pungent. And I always forget, I remember one time I was in high school, and this was the first time I ever realized this, like, like that I was literally Pigpen from Charlie Brown, except with like weed smell coming off of me instead of dirt because your boy stays clean. But we were I, – I, I had a car back then before I crashed it into a fucking light pole. Uh, and I was about to drive me and my sister to school and she goes, I can't, I can't ride with you. And I'm like, you're being, you're being fucking ridiculous. I smoked, I smoked a couple of one-hitters in here. Like, you're really going to make a whole deal out of this thing right now? And she goes, you don't understand. You're not, you're nose blind to it. You have no idea that it's even happening. And so I imagine, like, because <laughs> I'm always like, oh, yeah, what, did it fucking literally ruin your day? I bet this shit actually ruined that person's day. <laughs> like, the Jack herrera rara rara came, seeped out through the vents and punched one of their children in the face. Like, their child was just running, and it got clotheslined by Jack H. Um, just, the, just absolutely stanking, so... My point was, uh, if we would have just legalized it forever ago, I'm starting to realize I like, dude, honestly, I like edibles and, and the carts more. The problem is when it comes to smoking weed, I can't believe I spent the first, I try, I was trying to tell myself earlier in the week, I was like, okay, dude, you've been, you've, the last three episodes have been an hour and a half total about just, just talking about pot, but it's like. My brain is rotting from it, so what else am I going to fucking talk about? I I like the edibles and the carts way more now that I'm in a place where I know I can get some shit that's not made in some guy's basement with rat poison and, like, he accidentally makes the, the Matt G Swampies. I think we've talked about the Swampies before. Like, kids were actually, uh, you know, seeing the devil, uh, uh, speaking in Latin, 
when they'd never they'd never spoken any other language in their life. Um, you know, showing up, breaking into the local Chuck E. Cheese at midnight. Very strange things happening because some dumb 16-year-old asshole, who I love, I do love him, accidentally put a pound into a batch of brownies. Into one batch, he put a fucking pound in there of, of, of the Matt G weed. And it caused, I think, two different children to get DUIs. You know, you just you don't have to worry about that type of shit anymore uh, when you can actually go to a dispensary and fucking be like, oh, you know, this was made by someone who had to have it tested. Shout out Desert Valley Testing. You guys should sponsor the show. Okay, you sell drugs to people. Don't don't fucking get on me about a George Floyd joke here and there. Okay, you guys sell drugs to children. You do, okay? <laughs> Half of the marijuana business is 17-year-olds working paying their older brother $400 to pick up a bunch of carts and smuggle them back to an illegal state. That's what half of it is and we're all just being like well, we can ta- we can we can tax it. We can do the- we can't. You said we can. Okay. 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 Let the children do drugs. Um Oh, man. They seem angry. There's angry stomping going on above me. Last night, I was... Uh, no, two nights ago, I was trying to fall asleep. It was literally 3 a.m. 3 a. It's 12.45 right now. I probably shouldn't be talking this loud. Hey, it's my job! What if I started telling people that I was... I was and they asked me what I do for a living? I say I make podcasts. I don't even mention I'm a concierge. I've opened like three different thoughts right now. I don't know what I'm talking about. The other night... The other night, uh, this is the reason I don't, I do not give a fuck if they hear the whole podcast. I'll send them the goddamn link. I don't care. Um, the floor above me, I would guess these children are probably six, seven, eight years old. And then there's like a, you know, two of them are boys. They're that age. And then one of them is a girl. I'm not joking, dude. I know I smoke a lot of pot. I know I like do psychedelics and I drink and stuff. I did not hallucinate this. This actually happened. They ran outside at 3 in the morning the other night. Hey, guess if the dad has a motorcycle. Ding, 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 ding. I didn't even finish the question before I answer, Before you answered, did I? Because it does. I don't know how to say this without being offensive to multiple people that listen to this podcast, but if you ride a motorcycle, you're kind of, you're kind of stamped as like a, a little bit of garbage. I don't... I don't even mean that. If you listen to this and and you ride a motorcycle or somebody you know rides a motorcycle, I don't even mean that to you directly. It's just every time I have a problem with somebody, they seem to have a vehicle that goes to start out. And, And in general, I don't like them. You know what I mean? Oh, too loud, too loud right now and we're only 11 minutes in. Um, the other day, I'm trying to fall asleep. These kids run outside, and I'm on my way to go up there and be like, guys, what the hell? You know, I can deal with the whole house shaking during the day. I was a child at one point. I had the privilege of growing up in a house. You guys are children. You do not have that privilege. You live in a shitty apartment complex. Look, you deserve to be able to run around. That's the conclusion I've come to, but not at 3 in the morning, bro. Not at three in the morning. It becomes a problem of, I don't even give a fuck about the noise at that point. Some guy walked up to me with a burning piece of tinfoil the other day at this apartment complex. Children cannot be running around out here past dark. 
Like, for real. I They tricked me. They tricked old Uncle Joe. Uh, they got him again. I thought that I was moving into a luxury. Like, think about that. The place used to be called Sienna Springs. That sounds pretty fucking nice, right? It's right next to the Biltmore District. You would think that that would be the tits. Still the hood, okay? It, if it's past... If it's past 11 p.m. and a child under 11 is outside, you're in the hood. Use that as a good as a good rule, okay? If it's dark outside and you're seeing a bunch of people leave a bar and then f- five steps later you're seeing a child under 12 running around, they uh, we'll call that we'll call that the 11/11 rule. If it's after 11 and you see someone under 11, get out of there. <laughs> It's not that bad. It's not that bad. And also, bitch, I'm from the Berg. All right? I'm half-joking saying that. Also kind of mean that a little bit. Those fucking people are crazy, okay? I don't—don't don't fucking—I don't know MMA, all right? I'm not into, I'm not into hurting people, but I'm definitely— I'm definitely not getting jumped by some little bitch from Phoenix after living in goddamn Ambridge, Pennsylvania. That shit was wild, Okay? Um, the, the, the reason I bring that up is it has been a little weird around here. Like you'll get back and it's kind of that, it's so interesting when you're in a spot that you have to even do this because maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I have to do this when you get back and you're new here and it's real late at night, people sort of try and test you. Like, what you don't want to do is somebody says something in the cadence of, oh, you know, real late at night and they sound fucked up and you just don't respond or you look at your shoes and keep hustling away. You don't want to do that. You got to say something snarky back but not hurtful, okay? Um, the, uh, the, what made me think of this is the is the gang war I started the other day. <laughs> the other day, I... Uh, it's a gang war. It's a turf war, if you will. Uh, multiple people at this apartment complex beca- uh, bike or they skateboard because y- you remember the part where I said apartment complex? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people here don't have cars. So a lot of people are riding around and stuff, and it's almost like a rivalry I didn't know about or something because a couple things, couple things, okay? The other day, I'm coming back on the board, the longboard. I have a dope longboard, okay? Can I hate myself? Did I hate everything? I don't like anything that I have. The th- best thing I have is that longboard. All right, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on, on the podcast before. The underside of it is a three-headed dog skeleton consuming psilocybin mushrooms. It doesn't get cooler than that. It doesn't get cooler than that, okay? Um, I come back on my dope ass fucking longboard and one of this guy's uh walking to the floor above me he has his bike on him and he goes oh he's literally like this like this i'm not exaggerating this time goes oh you skateboarding home and i go yeah you biking home like that dude like that. Like I had my knife in my pocket. I always – whenever I see a person out here because I'm traumatized from living in Ambridge, Pennsylvania, whenever I see a person past 11 p.m., I put my hand on my knife because I have brain damage now. But I um, I was ready to go, okay? And I'm a pussy, dude. I'm not trying to make myself sound like a tough guy. But sometimes you, gotta, you get out in the jungle here and you got to understand that 
you can't really fight fair when you weigh 170 pounds and your diet is beer and french fries okay um and he goes <laughs> like that i'm like oh that's what's up that's what's up huh <laughs> i just be that's what's up loco <laughs> is that racist can I say that now that I live in the AZ? Um, no, I don't. I don't actually think it was like a, like a thing. I think the guy was on heroin. That was the same guy that came up and tried to talk to me the other day, and he just dropped a burnt piece of tin foil. <sighs> and then he did that thing where he was like, he tried to lean into it. He's like, <sighs> just <laughs> gave up halfway into the lean. I, I look, man. I don't know if this is gonna help a single person, but maybe maybe it'll help one person, and that'll actually be worth it. Most of the people that listen to this podcast are like between the ages of like twenty one, and I would say somewhere around like twenty six, just from people I know that are a little bit older. But if you've never tried oxycotton or hydrocodone or percocet or or even if you have tried just it's done okay it's done it's done we're not doing that anymore okay it's over i wish i got in trouble for for selling hydrocodone when i was like 15 I wish I would have gotten more trouble for for it, just so I could see how serious and how terrible it is. Um, you you go through you go through Phoenix and you see people that are literally passed out on burning concrete, and you're like, I don't even know if alcohol could do that. It's uh, it's an absolute epidemic. But um, the reason I was saying that is because. I didn't know that. I didn't know that when I was that age, and I'm sure that many people know that now. But it's so unbelievably to people that don't haven't really been around it. I have a best friend that died. My best friend died when I was 18 uh, from a heroin overdose. You know, he's addicted to opioids. And I think that if you haven't been around that, you know, the, at this point, it's probably only like 40% of people that don't – probably less than that. I would say somewhere around 20% of people don't maybe don't know somebody that has overdosed or maybe they weren't close to somebody like it it is fucking bad. If you have like, you know, a girlfriend or boyfriend that gets like breaks a leg or something and they're like, "Hey, you know, it's a rainy day. You want to take one of these with me?" I promise you just say no. Get get it would be better for you to get puke blackout drunk. I'm talking I'm talking pus coming out of your eyeballs, bile flying out of your nose, drunk, than for you to try a five milligram opioid, oxycotton, whatever the fuck, for the first time. I'm fucking telling you, do not do it. Um, because as and I think I think the reason I brought this up was the I, I I'm kind of high. I'm sorry, but <laughs> don't do drugs. I I can't remember what I was talking about. I'm fucking baked. Um, you get my point. Don't do the bad drugs. Fucking take psychedelics a reasonable amount of times a year, two years, three years. Smoke some weed. Have a drink every once in a while. Don't do that shit anymore because 
just the people I've seen out here, I mean, and in Pittsburgh too, but definitely way more out here. Probably maybe because drugs are just more widely available. I mean, it's it's terrible. The only thing they could be on is opioids. They're sleeping on hot concrete next to a freeway. Um, I was on my way home tonight, and I happened to have I was I was coming back, and I was like, dude, why the fuck is it so dark? Me, you know, noticed really quick that the power was out, and I was like, oh, I should take a video. You know, I'll put a funny caption on it for for Snapchat or whatever. If I hadn't put my phone down. Two seconds later, like if I had put it down two seconds later, I would have literally run over a homeless man. Like a dude was just passed out on his side, like looked like he'd just been punched in the fucking jaw, knocked out on the side of the road. Like it's crazy. It's crazy the type of shit that that will lead to. And I, this is getting preachy and drunky. I am, I'm a little buzzed right now. Sorry, but, and I know Everybody listening to this knows not to try it, but I I figured that would be my two cents for the day. The Olympics are a thing, I I suppose. I suppose they are. Um, I haven't given a shit about the Olympics since I was 13 uh, because, I don't know, I have a job like... That's so, that's such a so stupid, such a stupid joke. Because I don't know, I have a job. I I uh, I've always kind of thought the Olympics were stupid. To be honest with you, I just don't fucking care. I am well aware of the fact that a any athlete in the Olympics, whether we're talking about like shuffleboarding or uh, sprinting, basketball, whatever it is, like that person will will have more dedication to that and be a harder worker than I will ever be at at anything in my entire life. But also, who cares at all? I honestly, I don't think I can think of anything that I care less about than Olympics gymnastics on the whole planet, Uh, men's or women's. I would give, I would give 10 times a shit if it was cats. Make it cats. Because otherwise, people will just keep fake caring. And that's what it is, dude. People fake care about shit because they have nothing to talk about. Nothing. Like, it's... uh, That's why the Olympics is even a thing. Is so that, like, some 30-year-old lady can talk about it uh, at the water cooler at her job the next day. I don't think anyone actually gives a single fuck. And the fact that we pretend that we do raises some questions. It really does, especially if you give a shit. It, why are you watching women's gymnastics? Well, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? What's going on there? Do you have access to the internet? Are, are you watching this because you're horny or because you're weird or a mixture of both? That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. I mean, for God's sakes, if I have to hear the name Simone Biles one more time, you're going to see bile come out of my fucking nose and ears. That's nothing to do with her. I'm sure she's the nicest person ever. She's an amazing athlete. They say she's the greatest gymnast of all time. She's better at at whatever she does than I will ever be at anything. I'm truly admitting that. But I don't fucking care. It affects my life in zero way. 
in zero way. I don't know what the medal count is. I don't. I do because most of these sports are absolutely dumb as fuck. Like <laughs> they just are. And that's my whole point is you're pretending to care. And that makes me cringe. Okay. That makes my fucking jaw seek, sink into my chest when people fake care about something. It's one thing I've said it on this podcast a million times. I admit that I'm a little bit hypocritical because I'm a diehard NFL fan. Hey, man. Being so depressed about your favorite NFL team losing that you can't get out of bed because it was the playoffs or whatever is retarded. We made it four episodes without using the R word. And then I, and then I had to throw it in here. The same way pretending to care about the Olympics is cringeworthy and retarded. I don't think anybody actually cares. I think that everybody before us, the adults in our lives, have pretended that it's this whole special thing where, I mean, horrible things don't happen to other people outside of the U.S. and the white European countries. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw a... um, like a North Korean guy miss a flip on the... I was watching it tonight. All right, fuck you. I was going to bring that up anyway. I didn't just admit that tonight on the podcast. I was at the bar after work before I came home. It's the only thing they had on, okay? And the fucking Korean guy literally fell twice off of the high beam or whatever they call it. And I'm like, well, you know, the reason he's about to cry right now is because he's going to be executed when he gets home. Um... And that's very sad. And also, nobody gives a shit about that, which is the part <laughs> that you totally should care about. Like, I I am fairly certain uh, one of the reasons that, like, Olympians totally lose their minds, like Simone, but I'm not saying she lost her mind. I'm not, I don't, that's the other thing, man. You're not her. You, don't have, you have no fucking idea what this person is going through. And we're doing entire... Uh, entire, that's the difference between me and the people that have been talking about it nonstop on the podcast is the people that actually have opinions on it. Dude, you're not heard. You're a fucking fat dude that does a podcast, which is becoming what I am. Okay. The difference between you and me is I'm saying I have no opinion on it because I don't fucking care. (laughs) The only reason I'm talking about it is because I'm about to blow the left side of my brains out of the right side of my head. If I don't fucking have, if I have to keep hearing about it. All right, this is like a 24-year-old girl who decided she didn't want to do flips. You're not watching gymnastics any other time, ever. You are pretending to care about it. Um, dude, I don't, even, I don't even know what the point was. The point was you can care about something dumb like the olympics you can care i i don't give a shit if you care about the olympics i think you know a lot more people than that i'm making it out to be probably do but care about it in 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 the way i care about it the retarded way care about it in a way that that is actually passionate and real even if it's stupid because that's real even if you dude this is why i I don't know, man. I have such a problem with people having such a problem with me is because, dude, I'm just trying to say what's on my mind, really, at the end of the day. And self-admittedly, it makes me look like an idiot. But I'm saying the shit that I actually care about, man. I'm not sitting there going, did you guys hear about Simone Biles? I don't know about that. Dude, 
can we talk about like how how we actually feel about anything, or do we have to have this fake conversation about giving a shit about swimming every four years? I'm so fucking over it. The Olympics, I, it does a lot of harm. I'm sure to people, dude. I'm sure it does a lot of harm to people as well. Is what I'm saying. Like. They really do beat the shit out of athletes until they are perfect in some countries. And Olympic committees are like, well, I mean, that's like their own private thing, dude. That's how they train. <laughs> because it makes money. Um, uh, I've been doing that all week, by the way. That that Big J Ogerson's impression of Ron Jeremy where you just – the last word of the sentence goes, hey. It's so much fun. Um, that was, that derailed the whole train of thought there. Moving on, moving on. I, I don't care anymore. Uh, I'm done. I'm going to never watch the Olympics again out of spite. Dude, the next time I'm in a bar, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask the bartender to turn it off out of spite. Not because I hate the athletes, not because I think it's dumb that they care about doing flips and stuff, dude. I care about a podcast that 50 people listen to every week. We got 100 on the last one, by the way. Suck my dick. Um, but I, but, but I, I think my point was like... I, my point was I'm just mad about people pretending to give a shit about it. Let's talk about shit you actually give a fuck about. Instead of uh, using this, this bullshit every four years to have a conversation starter. I don't know. I feel like I've been on that too much the last three and a half episodes, but that's because I have to have a lot of fake conversations, man. I really do. Um, I have to fake a lot of stuff at my job. Like when I, I mean, <laughs> this job is hard because I am faking it. I'm pretending that I'm a person that deserves to be there at all. You know, I'm making. For having no education, I graduated high school, but that's the only education I have, really. Um, as far as as people who just have a uh, high school degree, like uh, diploma, people are making like fourteen bucks an hour out here. I'm getting a little bit more than that, and I, so I feel like eventually, dude, ev- eventually they're just gonna see right through it. And, and I will be let go. I, I instead of actually working tonight, I drew a bunch of triangles and then I colored them in with Expo markers and then I accidentally left it there. Like, they're going to find that and be like, do we really need this guy? But also, eventually, I'm just not going to be able to fake it anymore. Because I'm a real ass dude. I just am. I just am. Do I sound drunk right now? I just am. Just a fucking real guy. You know what I mean? Um, like today I had to, I had to really fake it. I had to fake it real bad today. Um, this British lady came down and British because for whatever reason, the only thing I think that could have made this sound worse, what she was saying worse and more insane is like a Boston accent. She had a British accent just to, just to, you know, keep it real, but she comes down and she goes, hello, I would like to, sp- I'm going to do the British voice. Hello, I would like to speak with who's ever in charge here. And so that makes, you know, I just, I just stand up. Like, it sounds like a cartoon, like, you know, 
Roadrunner when he's I'm just I'm immediately at the door because I have to hear this conversation even though I know it's going to make me upset and then I'm going to be white knuckling it through the whole thing trying not to call this woman a cunt I uh, and that's okay I can do that because she's British dial it back folks don't call don't call the apartment complex yet please um she comes down hello who's in charge here and one of the leasing agents stands up she's like hi can i can i help you with anything and she goes i just don't know what you're thinking and i oh my god like a weird thing is happening where like my penis isn't hard but i'm like being stimulated a little bit you know what i'm saying like i'm kind of just got like i've kind of just got like this yeah thought in my head you know um because because the rage is building um <laughs> i don't even i don't even know what this feeling is it's just i can feel something start to bubble inside of me and she's like can I, what what can i help you with she goes i just don't know what's going on here i received a survey that i did not request in my email and they're like, I, uh, I, I'm sorry. Who, who was the survey from? I go, and she pulls out her phone. Pulls out the phone. Whoa, crazy move, dude. Alpha move, honestly. If we're being honest, alpha move. Pulls out the phone. Looks through the email for thirty seconds. So we're all just standing there. I'm, I'm, I'm dancing in place. Uh, like a child that's about to get ice cream because I have this sickness where I just want to be mad. That's what this whole podcast is about. And I'm just sitting there going, this is going to be great. This is gonna be, I cannot wait to talk about whatever this woman is going to say. She pulls up the email. She goes, it says bleep leasing. Isn't that your team? And they're like, yeah, that's, that's us. She goes, who told you that you were validated to send an email to my address? And so what I'm trying to work on in my life right now, in my life, is recognizing situations like this. Because that is not a person that is right in the head. And as a mentally ill person, I can say that. Like, you know how, you know how like, like a black dude could, could say the hard R? I can make fun of mentally ill people because I'm damaged. Okay, but this woman is beyond repair. Straight up complaining about a survey that I came to find out after this from a leasing agent is five questions long. We're not even to the best part yet. And so, the, you know, the, the next they just try to explain it to her. They're like, look, we, you know, we send those out to everybody. Anybody that's registered with us, we like to, you know, ask them how things are going just so we can try and fix stuff around the building if there's things that people are having a problem with or not liking. And she goes... I never gave you permission to send this to my email. What is going to be given to me? Can you fucking believe that? Can you fucking... Dude, my dad gets mad at me when I talk like this about my job because this is just how I say it to him. I'm like, dude, I like, can you, can you fucking... like? Wouldn't that just blow your mind? And he's like, Joey, this is your job. Act like a fucking adult and don't let it affect you like this. No, dude. No. No, dad. No. Okay? You know what? This is where I draw. That's my foot. 
scraping across the sand, drawing a goddamn line in the sand. You don't ask a person for compensation for being sent a five-question survey. I don't even know what to say about this woman. She goes, I was expecting a, a dinner for two, perhaps at the Hilltop. The Hilltop is the nicest restaurant I've ever been to in my life. That was the place I was referring to when my meal was $60. Okay, I, again, I think I was scammed there. I think they noticed. They're like, oh, no, this kid is clearly white trash. Look at his fucking haircut. He's white trash. He's That's his dad's suit or something. Charge him for the $32 wine. That's what I think happened to me. But this lady's asking for a dinner for two at the nicest hotel, uh, the nicest restaurant in the fucking area because she was sent a survey. And you know what? I failed. I failed right there. I failed right there. What did I just say? I'm trying to not let shit like that affect me when I know that it's a there's a huge difference when you know it's a mentally because this woman had to be 75 right she had had to be a little bit of mental deterioration there deterioration deterioration wow dude I lose more words by the year um gotta read a book again haven't in a while uh I'm just trying to work on when things like that happen recognizing the situation and going Okay, you know, this person clearly um, is struggling. This person's clearly struggling. No one in their, no happy person, no content person in their right mind would actually come to the front office of the place that they live at, the place that they're going to spend 365 days at, you know, on an average minimum for a lease and start yelling at the leasing team for asking them if they will fill out an optional survey about what we can do better for them. And I'm doing it again. It makes me it makes me mad because I guess I just didn't grow up around typically what came off as a mentally unhealthy person. I grew up around a lot of successful people that were just fucking assholes. Like they truly were bad guys, like fucking dickheads. And maybe that's not the case with that lady. Maybe she's miserable that she's 75, you know, or she probably, her husband's probably 80, can't even fucking talk to the dude because he's just brain dead. I'm not trying to be mean, I'm trying to be realistic. And so she's, 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 fuck, I got, I gotta fucking say something. And I feel, I feel bad for that woman. Okay, at the end of the day, that makes me feel better. I truly, I'm truly telling you right now, I do feel bad for that woman. I wonder if there's people saying the same thing about me. Like, <laughs> that kid I just came out his whole life in episode two. I wonder if you heard it. He was like, oh man, this poor fucking guy. Recording this from a desk he bought at Tattoo World. <laughs> from the guy that works in the back. <laughs> Ah, what else is going on, man? It's absolutely, it's so hot here. It hit 11, 111 degrees today, just not something I'm used to. I've talked about a lot of stories where I was just extremely cold. If you look at the back of my hands, uh, my knuckles on 
my left and right hand, uh, a few of them look like they're just absolute. They look like broken pieces of glass. Like if you could, like if flesh was glass and you hit it with a hammer, that's what the back of my hand looks like from being a drug addict in Minnesota. I would stand outside so long. Um, back when I, you know, I lived with my parents, and so you, you could only, you can't keep popping outside. Something's gonna be, somebody's gonna catch you. All right. Um, so I would try and stand out there for fucking 20 minutes at a time back when I needed 20 hits of weed to get high, you know, (sighs) we're working our way back up to that as we speak. Um, just, I'm just not used to the heat. Like literally the back of my hands is fucked up from how long I used to stand outside out there. The, um, if you look closely, you could still see some purple in it and... I guess uh, I guess I'm just trying to get more used to that out here. I heard something the other day. I was listening to a podcast. I don't have anything pulled up in front of me, but apparently in the deserts, like of the United States Southwest region, uh, there's certain indigenous plants that are literally they're dying from climate change. I mean, that's fucking insane. That is fucking crazy, right? Like shit that has been here forever forever like since the since the god this is how fucking stupid i am i don't know when the earth formed like what after when it was pangea and then it was like no we're doing some shit we're rearranging some shit now we're now we're in the shit and now we're the united states and we're arizona like it's been that that was the dumbest thing i've ever said in my life that was that was when it just started to become like a fucking desert and we're seeing it obviously be affected by climate change. There's literally no argument left for anybody. I know people that don't believe in climate change. That's fucking outstanding. We deserve to die. <laughs> like there, are, there's still a lot of people, whether they believe it or they're saying they believe it, just to keep trying making more money, that are saying climate change isn't a thing, dude. Plants in Phoenix are catching on fire. Like, like plants are going extinct in the desert because of heat. Tell anybody that, and if you think that global warming isn't a thing. I, I stopped myself. I didn't say the R word there. I didn't say it. I was going to say it. I'm thinking it about you right now, if you don't believe in climate change. Um, but what's so interesting about that is then you, you know, I started doing a little bit of research and uh, one of the questions came up in like a, you know, people have all also asked this on Google. One of the questions was, when is Phoenix going to become uninhabitable? Like what year? And I was like, wow, I bet that's going to be like, you know, the year 2150 or something when we all, um, are, when all the Bezos babies wipe out. The Bezos babies are uh, definitely going to be a thing. They're going to be the robotic dog version. Like, you remember that robotic dog from that episode of Black Mirror where, it, like, it's just, like, AI that goes wrong and it, it these little military weapons kill the entire human race? That is what's going to happen to us, but it's not going to be these little black metal things with no heads. They're all going to have the heads of Jeff, Jeff Bezos and then the body of a naked... Uh, the naked child dog baby. <clears throat> um, 
before that, before that, before the year 2150, where that ends the human race, Phoenix will be uninhabitable 100 years earlier. By 2050, they're saying that people finally will not be able to live here, which, you know, where America will ignore that for 10 years, let a million people die, and then we'll all get out of Phoenix. But what's so interesting is I don't plan on, on leaving the Southwest. I'm not sure that I want to stay in Arizona or stay in Phoenix and I have no idea where else I would want to go. I have ideas, but I'm, just, I'm not sure. I know that I want to stay in the Southwest because I don't want to live anywhere else in the country that is not New York. And if I prostituted myself every hour of every day, I would not be able to afford a closet in New York. Um, I might see the end of this part of the country, you know, unless we figure something out, which... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if things are in the works. It certainly doesn't seem that they are. I think we're I think I'm here for the end, which is fucking interesting, right? We're going to get to see how it all comes down. It's going to be like Breaking Bad but the whole state. Nobody's even going to die from heat exhaustion. We're all going to be in a giant riot about 19 different issues in the middle of Phoenix and then 19 guys that look like Walter White are just going to do the end of, of season 5. And I didn't ruin that for you. How do you like that? How do you like that? How do you like that I didn't ruin the end of, a, of the best show of all time? Because somebody did that to me for Game of Thrones and that person should be executed. Um... Truly, truly, don't ever fucking do that to a person. Don't just say the ending of a TV show. Way too serious about stuff that doesn't matter. That's me. That's this podcast. And we want to thank you for listening. Um, the show has been particularly... Last week's episode was... Um, I would describe it as a 300-pound Greek woman gargling a pair of hairy cancerous balls that is how i would describe last week's episode sometimes that's gonna happen i like doing this i'm gonna keep doing it i love you you have a great day god bless america isn't that what they used to play like right before they shut off the tvs probably not i know nothing have a good fucking day, man.